Hello and welcome to Just Roll With It, the actual play where we get to explore the games we haven't had a chance to play yet. Our game this arc is Glitter Hearts by Greg Leatherman, which is a magical girl RPG using the Powered by the Apocalypse system. Think Sailor Moon, Glitter Force, Pretty Cure, even Power Rangers and Captain Planet actually fit the bill. I found it's an interesting take on the system, using stacked playbooks to explore the balance between the everyday identity and the magical one, so the characters have to fight to keep the world safe while keeping their grades up and not letting their social life fall completely apart. Our guest this arc is Agatha Cheng. Agatha, it's a pleasure to have you with us. Hi. Thank you so much for having me on. Hi. <laughs> Agatha, so how did you get into into the role-playing scene, into the TTRPG scene? I feel like I have a pretty common beginning like most people the first ttrpg that i heard about was dungeons and dragons and then i i was like okay cool i want to play this um and i think the first game that i ever played was actually with my <laughs> it was with my father-in-law <laughs> and my also my partner's siblings and they were, it was like over a Zoom call where they were all in the same place and then I was somewhere else. And then we were trying to coordinate um, an actual battle map. <laughs> um, it was oh, a really, wow. yeah, it was a really confusing experience. But I was like, I feel like there are parts of this that I really like. So I'm going to keep trying. Um, and the second game that I ever played was a game of Pathfinder uh, with, it was a person that I, I think I met like twice at a church that I was starting to go to. And he was like, oh, we have a Pathfinder group. Do you want to play? And I was like, yes. <laughs> and then um, he was like, okay, well, all of our roles are already filled. So you can be um, a gnome bard. And I was like, okay, I don't know what that means, but sure. That also didn't last for very long. Um, after that, I got to play a game of Monster Hearts. And then I was like, okay, good. This is what I was hoping for when I was... This is what I want in a role-playing game. Heck yes, Monster Hearts. <laughs> Monster Hearts is a great yeah. game. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that's, uh, that's kind of my beginning. And then you found Forged in the Dark and never turned back. Oh. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> that was before Forged in the Dark really blew up, I think. So I, I found PBTA. Yes, yeah, so, and then you found Forged and, oh, and never turned back. <laughs> Why are you pushing for Forged so much? Um... I just know you really like it. Yeah, that's true. You're right. You're right. Mm. Yeah. Forged in the Dark is also a lot of fun. Like, What's your favorite Forged in the Dark game, if I can ask? Um, I think right now it's most likely Mothlight, um, which I is like a, that one. I don't either. Yeah, that's um, um that's a sci-fi one where you are on like a distant planet inhabited by these giant. Like super super big moths and they're like these alien creatures and it's a, playing out like it's kind of post-apocalyptic i think that it actually counts as uh solar punk so Ooh. yeah it's really cool one of its inspirations is um nausicaa in the valley of the wind Ooh. and which is my favorite movie i love nausicaa it, you can really play out that kind of tone, and I, I like it a lot. It, ha it also just has, like, really cool mechanics and, like, a lot of tools for GMs. So it's really good, I think, for new GMs. If they're new to Forged in the Dark kind of games, I think 
Mothlight mm-hmm. is pretty good. Mm-hmm. But I also haven't played a lot of other ones, so I'm still open to playing more. I feel like the Forge in the Dark game, speaking of Magical Girls, that the game that I really want to play is Girl by Moonlight. Yes. yes. I heard that it's getting moved into development again. Um, so Oh, that's so good to hear. Yeah. Oh, I'm so yeah. excited to see that when it comes out. Same. Speaking of speaking of Magic Girls, speaking of um Magic Girls genre, Agatha, what's your what's your favorite magical girl anime? I think my favorite magical girl anime would probably have to be Card Captor Sakura because that was just a show that I grew up with. And it was like I also feel like it's really wholesome um, in ways that not all of Magical Girl animes that I've watched are. So it's very sweet. And I was like really hype about collecting all the different cards. Um, I feel like it also like put tarot cards in like a really uh, positive light in a way that because when I was younger, I was like scared of those things. I was like, oh my gosh, which is so scary. Yeah, until card capture, and then I was like, "Oh, cool!" And you're like, "Yo, witches are so cool." Yeah, <laughs> I want to be like her. I want to have a best friend that makes me different outfits. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yes, yes. Oh, her outfits are so cute. I know. Yeah, they're so good. I haven't watched Card Captor in a long time, but I really should. Yeah, I'm almost done with season two. I was binging it to prep for this. Nice. Nice. Yeah, I um I never I never really watched much Magic Girl anime growing up. Like I saw bits of Sailor Moon and I saw bits of Card Captor Sakura, but um I I grew up with Naruto. <laughs> and um You as, grew up as, with the quote unquote boy anime. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I grew up with Naruto and as many Naruto fans can probably attest, while you're watching Naruto, you don't really watch much else. Because you're like, at least for me, I was like, Naruto's the greatest anime ever. Nothing could ever beat this. Why am I going to even try watching anything else? And so I didn't. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then I discovered other anime and I was like, wow, this is actually really nice and awesome. <laughs> and and by the time I was like, oh yeah, let me check out Magic Girl animes. I was at the age where I was like, wow, this doesn't appeal to me at all. I don't have any nostalgia factor or anything. And so when I was reading Glitterhearts and he was talking about like, you can be a Power Ranger. I was like, oh, sweet, a point of reference. I understand. <laughs> I really thought where you were going with this is you were going to say, so Naruto is a magical girl. <laughs> Come at me. Uh, I, was, I was thinking about whether or not Fairy Tale is a magic girl anime, but then I was like, no. I feel like Naruto is more of... Yeah, I was no. like, Naruto's probably a little bit closer to it. Like, it has the pet. I guess Fairy Tale also has the is Fairy Tale a magic girl anime? I haven't watched it, so no idea. <laughs> yeah, me either. I think it's pretty horny, but which boy's anime isn't? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I remember reading the manga about making mangas. I don't remember what it's called. It oh, um, B- Bakugan. Bakuman. Yeah, okay. Bakuman? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I was also thinking of Bakugan. I was like, no, that's not right. Yeah, because I kept <laughs> mixing them up. I was yeah. like, 
But I remember reading a part in there where they were like, oh, we're going to make like a shonen series. So we have to have some like sleazy jokes in there because that's what makes shonen series. And like that was like an advice that like other people, like older people in the industry were like giving their main characters. And I was like, this has to be reality because this is like too real. Yeah, it's also especially good because the uh, the main characters are like 16 and it's like, yeah, it was really I think weird. they know what teenage boys want better than you. Bakuma was so weird. It was like, because it was like real life, the mm-hmm. misogyny was like really jarring. <laughs> yeah, no, especially some of the scenes where it was like a little bit more than just misogyny. Yeah. And it was like, oh, this got, this got really real. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Corey, Kelsey, what are your favorite Magic Girl anime since we've established I don't have one and I'm now debating whether or not Fairy Tale is? <laughs> uh, for anime specifically, it's fairly standard. Uh, Sailor Moon has always been the biggest one. And then also, um, I haven't watched either of them in a long time, so my memories of them are patchy. But um, I, I remember really loving Cardcaptor. And I remember it as Mew Mew Power, which was apparently the heavily edited and incomplete dub of the show. Um, <gasps> the actual name is Tokyo Mew Mew. <laughs> oh my gosh, Tokyo Mew Mew. Yeah, I, I remember it as Mew Mew Power because that was the version that was on YTV when I was a kid. But I did really enjoy what I saw of that as well. But yeah, Sailor Moon was always like number one, still is. But um, outside of anime realms, my actual number one is probably the Winx Club. Ooh, yeah. Winx Club is great. That was my and my cousin's favorite show when we were kids. Mm-hmm. Like, to a possibly embarrassing thank god our parents were not big on home movies degree, because like <laughs> the Winx Club website used to have all these like music videos and stuff, and we used to like choreograph dances for them. Nice. So yeah, so it's a good good thing our parents were not big on home movies because <laughs> we'd never live those down now. But yeah, that was always oh, one of my favorites. No. Which is not technically an anime because it's an Italian show, but... I know I watched like an episode or two of Wings Club, but all I know about it right now is that Sam Regal was in it. Yes. He was! That messes with my mind. He was one of the, the he was one of the princes suitors, right? Yeah, yeah, that was it. He was one of the boyfriends because, yeah, it had to have those. I was trying to watch Wings Club for this, and like Netflix only has like season six and seven, and I was trying to find season one, and like it's really on YouTube. It used to have more than that. Yeah, it was weird. It was so Wait, strange. Netflix has Wings Club. Yo. Yeah, it has. Epi- yeah, oh. I don't know about Canadian Netflix. <laughs> Yeah, Canadian Netflix, I know, used to have more than that. I don't know if it still does. I can only find Tokyo Mew Mew on Netflix, too, which was weird. Yeah, Yeah. not Netflix, YouTube. I can only find it on YouTube for some reason. Yeah, I don't Uh, know. Don't watch Wink Saga. (laughs) I was about to say, what about that live action Winks? No. I know enough to avoid that. I've been avoiding that one, at least. There's a live action version? I have I have not watched it because just the trailers made me mad. Oh my gosh, I want to watch it. <laughs> I've heard terrible things from people who used to be fans of the series. It's what if Wings Club was dark and gritty and all white and fat phobic. <laughs> oh, wait, what? Oh. 
All right, so I checked. I checked Canadian Netflix, and we have World of Winks, which is the 2017 reboot, and we have Fate: The Wink Saga, which is the live action 2021 one. Which uh, well, hmm. like I, if I recall correctly, the 2017 quote unquote reboot is, or actually no, it might be a different thing. I know there was a thing where they redid the dubbing at some point. I don't remember why. I think it was just the American rights changed hands or something. So can I watch the new? The world of Winks and not have to watch it on YouTube. Probably the reality show Wow engages the Winks in their mission, starting in an undercover worldly journey in order to make talented I, kids' dreams come true. I don't know that one. Huh. Wait, it's a there's a reality show. What is it's, happening? It's still animated. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I, I have not like... watched that one, so I will not say one way or the other, Corey. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, anyway, yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, my favorite uh, growing up, yeah, again, Sailor Moon was the the big influence on my life. I think, like, I didn't watch Cardcaptor until I till recently, actually. My favorite, oh, oh, I love Magic Knight Ray Earth, which uh, is considered by some to be a magical girl anime. I guess it might kind of be an isekai, uh, but Ray Earth was a and one of the only mangas I, I ever owned, and I found the anime, and I was super psyched. Uh, and Alice 19 is, uh, they never made an anime of it, I don't think, but it's like a seven manga series, a seven uh, book series, and uh, it is my absolute favorite. They they have like magical like, runes and everything's about the power of words, and it just really struck me growing up. Oh. So, yeah. That sounds really cool. That, yeah, it was... It was lovely. I'm still trying to find all of the books to keep for my own. Also, I was just reminded that I, I do have another Magic Girl anime that I was a fan of that I learned about thanks to Asians Represent. You do? Uh, which was mm-hmm. which was Magical Girl Ore. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, right. I don't recommend to anyone. The one you um, were trying to get me to watch. Jokingly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yes. <laughs> it's very subversive about the whole thing. Like this, this little, like the mascot is a little, like fairy with a yakuza head, and he's God. he's got this really weird ideas about everything. So he's like, "Oh, I just your magical transformation will turn you into the ideal form to fight these demons," and he turns them into big buff men <laughs> in in a miniskirt. Which you know that makes sense. <laughs> and he's like, "All right, and here's your magical weapon." And he just has them like guns and grenades. Oh, no. Oh, no. And they're like, whoa, can't we get something a little bit more magic girlish? He's like, all right, what do you want? And they're like, I don't know, like a magical staff? He's like, all right, here. Gives him a magical staff. And they're like, all right, so what can it do? And he's like, if you hit people really hard with it, it'll knock their teeth out. What about <laughs> the power of friendship, dude? Uh, So they, they have to announce that they're in love with a person for them to do the transformation. I, I guess that's close-ish kind of yes. so so they'll be like oh my god i love this person and then they'll transform does it have to be true but it's really weird because yes okay. oh well yes. that's bullshit and it gets really weird because like usually the person being held hostage is the main character's love interest <laughs> so she's like oh god i have to announce it every time and then the sidekick shows up and she's in love with with the main character but only when she's transformed into the big buff guy Oh, so it's a Spider-Man and Black Cat kind of thing. Except they're both good. (laughs) 
it gets very weird. So. With all our pressing questions answered. Let's play Glitter Hearts. Yeah, let's get into it. Okay. So the questions I have for you guys uh, before we get into character creation or everything, basically just setting questions. When and where do we want this to be set? I find it with like a modern day. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah, modern day works for me. Y'all have cell phones and everything? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Yeah. You're thinking uh, Canada, America, Japan? Japanica? My, my brain keeps jumping to San Francisco from Big Hero 6. <laughs> Always valid. Only because, like, I, I was watching Ron Gone, y'all, Ron Gone Wrong with my sister, and I was like, wow, this is just Big Hero 6, but worse. I don't know. I don't really have a specific preference. I feel like if we were to do Japan, then we can lean really hard into, like, the anime tropes. But then mm-hmm. if we do North America, then we could lean very hard into North American TV show cartoon mm-hmm tropes right so i feel like either way is fine okay kelsey any preference um not specifically no um all right anime tropes may be a slight gap in my knowledge but i do feel like this is the one genre of anime where i am not completely lost right right i'm probably doing it in like chicago or something i don't know Speaking of city out of my hat. <laughs> uh, well, we can always do, like, you know, random metropolitan area that doesn't have a name, right? Oh, true, we could. Or make up a place. Mm-hmm. But... Yeah, that sounds good. Okay. Yeah. So, uh... random North American city? Yeah. Is that what I'm hearing? Sky City. Sky City. Perfect. <laughs> Definitely not Halcyon City. The funny thing is, I was thinking of Seattle. But then I was like, wait, Seattle isn't the Sky City. It's the Sleepy City. I don't know enough about Seattle to confirm that. All right. And what age bracket are we thinking? I know these tend to be more preteens or young teenagers. We have had the discussion about skewing older before. So I just wanted to get a good idea of where you guys were at. Are we in a high school I think that depends on if we want there to be romance in the game. Mm. Because if there is romance, then I would prefer for everyone to be a bit older. Right. 18. I'm always down with injecting romance. Yeah, I think I prefer like high school or college over middle school. It's like that good old that good old thing where it's like so many anime would be improved if they were just college aged. Like that's the only thing that would need to change. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, so I, I think I would I would skew either like late high school or college rather than like grade eight. Yeah. So high school or college? I'll put that to you guys. I'm done with college. Sure. Yeah, that sounds good. Okay. College age it is. Cool. And have you guys thought about a theme or do we want to have a theme for like your uh your transformed selves yet? Oh, yeah, we should have a theme. It's like Sailor Moon has um, planets, Tokyo Mew Mew has those animals, Glitter Force just has, I guess, feelings from what I'm gleaning. Yeah, do we want to be food items? Um, do we want to be <laughs> fruits? Um, like, what if I was pineapple? 
Actually, I don't like pineapple. <laughs> what if I was durian? <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, or we could be like, I mean, like colors? I don't know. Um, gems? Yes, we could be gemstones. Gemstones are also classic. I do like the idea of fruit. I don't think I've ever seen that before. Um, <laughs> that's just tickling me a lot. Whoa. How can I be like you? Eat your broccoli, kids. Remember, oh. you need three to five servings of fruit and nuggies every day. No, <laughs> no, not the incredibly forced PSAs. Look, the Sailor Moon PSAs were legit, though. No, I'm just thinking of Spider-Man, where he like flips over the car, and the kid is like, "How did you do that?" And he's like, "I eat my broccoli." Anyway, uh, I'm down with fruits. I'm down for turning this into an after-school special. Are we doing specifically fruit or just food in general? Oh, gosh. I really want to say fruit just so I can be like, I'm a tomato. And then somebody be like, that's a vegetable. I'm like, no, you idiot. It's a fruit. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, I think we're leaning towards fruit. I okay. really want to be durian themed now. Yes, absolutely. Kelsey, are you okay with this? Yeah. All right. Our theme is fruits. This is brilliant. I I love this so much. Okay. This is going to be amazing. And we're also, I just want to remind everyone that we're we're all college aged and we're like <laughs> fruit themed people. I just, I love that so much. <laughs> you don't choose the magic, the magic chooses you. And sometimes the magic is ridiculous. It's not your fault that uh, your magical animal fell out of the sky and gave you fruit powers. I like to imagine this happened at like a fruit market or something. And they're just like, <laughs> I, you are, you are, you are the durian ranger. While standing like right next to a durian. And it's like, I wonder how you came up with that one. Oh my God. <laughs> Pulled it out of nowhere. What do you, <laughs> depths of my brain. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I know Peter said uh, they want to do uh, something a little bit, like they want to do kind of loner playbook. Do you got, any yeah. of you guys have ideas? I have a list of ideas. <laughs> oh, heck. Amazing. Sort of. I, I basically just went through the book and like wrote down a few things for each of the identities. It was like, this, I like this. Maybe I'll do this just because I didn't want to settle on anything until I heard what everyone else was doing. But right. I also wanted to have some ideas. <laughs> Very fair. How about you, Agatha? I didn't have any specifically in mind, now, So I like to hear other pe- what other people are thinking before really deciding. Very fair. So what kind of loner are you thinking of, Peter? Uh, not a team player. Okay, got it. No wonder you're a tomato. Hmm, makes <laughs> sense. Everybody knows tomatoes. They don't work well with anybody. I certainly wouldn't put them in a fruit salad. Uh, that's called a salsa yeah and i don't usually eat uh fruit salad with chips whose fault is that touche i mean i guess mine i wouldn't say it's a fault thing and what were your ideas um because you said you had a lot yeah i just kind of i have a like brainstorming list of just uh different ones that i might be interested in I think I'm leaning maybe towards one of the mystical identities. Okay. Either dreamer or gifted, maybe. 
Oh, wait. Okay. So those are the... Yeah, the goth, the dreamer, and the true believer, and the gifted. Oh, yeah, those are the everyday ones. The everyday... Mm-hmm. Yeah, magical archetypes are like a oh, different kettle of fish. I feel like you guys can overlap on those, no problem, because mm-hmm. like the book says, like Sailor Moon, all of them are technically warriors. Or like, I would put Amy in a tactician, personally. Yeah. But... She 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 holds the brain cells more often than she does the fighting. <laughs> mm-hmm. Or like I I think there's a magical girl like idol anime I haven't seen that you know they'd all be idols or like I guess Little Witch Academia is kind of they're all witches so. Oh, technically, technically, uh, magical Ore is they're all idols. Interesting. Yeah. There you go. Uh, so yeah, I think the only one that we really have to like be careful to not overlap on too much is the everyday identities okay yeah that sounds fine maybe i should choose one of the the physical ones then gonna be a jock agatha Mm, yeah i think so i think i'm gonna be like maybe the bodybuilder or boxer or something fun yeah gonna get swole hell yeah okay now that everyone has an idea of what they they might do, um, do we want to start with group building first, or do we want to start with your individual characters? I feel like individual characters might be good, just because it'll might give us a better starting point for some of the group stuff. Okay. Okay. First, everybody chooses their everyday identity. They have, like we said, physical identities: the athlete, the bodybuilder, the boxer, the coach. Mental identities: the intellectual, the unrivaled, the skeptic, the savant. Emotional identities, the popular one, the clown, the counselor, the team player. Persona identities, uh, who are more rooted in themselves uh, rather than the what everybody else thinks around them. Uh, most likely to succeed, the aloof, the lone, or the overconfident. The mystical identities, goth, dreamer, true believer, and gifted. I believe everybody has chosen. Peter, what have you chosen again? Uh, the loner. The loner, okay. Agatha, you wanted to be the bodybuilder? Yeah, I'll be the bodybuilder. So they're already chosen which move they want to take? Yep. Do you want to uh, tell me what it is? Oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> I thought I did. Uh, not a team player. Not a team player, okay. Oh, do we take one move from each? Yes. Uh, what you'll do is when you... Oh, uh, you also do your stats with uh, with your everyday... Yes, uh, you will yeah. add a one plus, like whatever your stats are, uh, and then you get a, a plus one to something else as well, uh, whatever you choose. Oh, okay. And then yes, you'll p- choose one of the moves from your physical identity. Okay. Uh, so Kelsey, what have you decided on? For the move or the playbook? Or both? Yes. Um, the dreamer and I'm still picking on picking the move here. <laughs> okay. Just let me get and know when you guys are done. Yeah, I picked my uh, everyday identity and the move. I'm going with bodybuilder, and the move that I'm going with is overwhelming strength. Ooh, very nice. And if you have chosen your everyday identity and everything, you can choose your magical archetype. Uh, So go through the idol, the witch, the warrior, the defender, or the tactician, whichever feels right to you, and you get to choose one move from whichever playbook you choose. Uh... The tactician perfect awareness. Tactician perfect awareness. Okay. Ooh. Uh, I think I'm gonna go a life of dreams for my move here. Okay. 
And then magical archetype. Peter, you said you're going tactician? Yes. Okay. How do you access, manifest, and use your magical gifts? Uh, do you have any idea which one you want, Agatha? I'm not sure. I'm okay. debating between the the warrior and the defender um, archetypes. What do you usually roll to protect someone? To protect someone? Uh, let me pull that up. Protecting someone is your persona. Okay. Hmm. Okay, I don't think I'll go with defender because I, th- I feel like a lot of it is like like stat advantages uh which is not as interesting so <laughs> very fair to me uh so i'm gonna go with the warrior archetype and the move that i'm going to take is an accessory that is also a weapon nice. Ooh. okay uh do you want to talk about your weapon right now yeah sure I haven't thought it all the way through yet, but it's definitely Durian themed. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I want it to be like a barrette. Uh, Is that? I think that's how you. Yeah, barrette. Yeah. Like, yeah, like hair clip that is a Durian, and then like I take it off, and then I can like start throwing it at people, like or monsters. Um like grenades um or or if it should be like (laughs) a long stick with a durian at the end (laughs) that i can hit people with those are Uh, so good like durian shaped boxing gloves durian shaped boxing gloves yo i like that it's very bloody is that the way you want to go i also really like durian grenades i feel like there's so much potential in there Oh, I know. It's going to be yeah. It's going to be durian uh, boxing gloves, Brilliant. but there it's one of the tags that I'm going to choose is a returning weapon, so I can like punch out. So then the durian glove will like fly out and hit someone, and then return back to oh, me. Then you're gonna say you're gonna just take it off and throw it at someone. Uh, I mean, basically that's what I'm going to be doing. Is so. it a rocket glove? Yeah, it's a rocket glove. That's amazing. That is wonderful. Alright, so you get two more tags. I think it should be forceful and sharp, probably, since it's Durian's. Okay. Alright. Plus one to clash moves, then. And forceful means it can push things backward or around. Brilliant. Okay. Kelsey, what are you thinking? Uh, I think I'm gonna go with the witch mm-hmm. and then i'm gonna take divination for my move okay brilliant all right that taken care of we get to figure out your health which is 10 plus your physical rating because this game has hp oh okay right so whatever your physical stat is plus or minus 10 or you know i guess plus 10 so negative 2 plus 10 is still Where 8 do i put that uh, in the heart. Oh, yeah. I got a whole ten. <laughs> nice. Same. I have twelve. <laughs> I'll be the tank. Hell yeah. Okay. And now, I guess we get to figure out names and pronouns before we introduce everybody. Oh, did we? Did we not do the mystical what thing about the ma- mystical connection? 
That's right. Thank you very much. I skipped completely over that. Uh, your mystical connection, which is your element, basically. Uh, and you do get to choose a something out of there as well. Also, remember to add one to yes. one of the other three stats that's unaffected by your yep. identity. Uh, you haven't done that already. Okay. So, yes, mystical connections are how, how your powers manifest. Uh, they're basically elements. They're fire, water, air, earth, lightning, metal, light, dark. They also have uh, life, death, and emotional connections like joy, sadness, love, fear, anger, and hope, desire, disgust, and trust. So you have plenty of plenty to go through. Mm-hmm. Did we want to share a um, like a type? So like emotional connection, or or we want to like just have? Yeah, I think that makes sense. Like element or emotion. Yeah. What What do y'all think? Which one are you more into? I, I've been split between anger and uh, fire, so I'm just like... I, I'm between <laughs> air and love, I think. <laughs> anger and fire are so similar. Like, they I don't are. know why they made them two whole separate categories, but they did. <laughs> so that people can can share a thing without losing it. That's so it sounds like we're leaning either elements or emotion. Those are the only two options. Oh, yes. right. Wait, they're not? <laughs> so, yes. I thought there was a third one for some reason. I'm... I don't know. No, no, no there's elemental connection or emotional connection. I, I thought there was a third one. I don't know where I got that. Life and death feel like they Brain. should not be elements, so I understand. Yeah, I think that's what I was thinking. I, th- I was thinking those were another one. Yeah, life, dark, life, death. Um, also, as previously stated, no thoughts had empty day. Yes. That's how I go through life. <laughs> Same. Um, I think then... I, I think I can go with air. Wait. Air? Water. Water. You want to go elements? Yeah. So then we can all do uh, elements. Yeah, let's do elements. Okay. So fire, water, air, earth, lightning, metal, light, dark, life, and death. Do you want to make an undead minion? <laughs> Wait, that's a that's a choice. Yes, that's a choice. Oh, yeah, death. death. Oh my gosh. Oh. I, it doesn't seem very. You can ma- summon forth an undead minion to fight with you. <laughs> it doesn't seem very magical, girl. Anime to me, but I guess. Actually, if you think about it, Shaman King is technically. <laughs> Imagine! Oh my gosh! Also, I love Shaman King. <laughs> Yo, part two of it just came out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna choose water, and uh, the and then you choose a move, right? Yep, you pick one of the moves. Um, I'm gonna choose full support. Nice. So. Oh, Thirteen player, dude. I'm gonna go with fire and intense. 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 <laughs> All right, Kelsey, any thoughts? Oh, I'm going to be called out for predictability here. Is it the air arrows? Air arrows? Wait, wait, wait. Yes. Honestly, if I'm going to guess it. Is it the yes. arrows? Is it yes, the air it arrows? Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I saw archery on both air and love and was just like, eyes emoji? Eyes oh, emoji. No. <laughs> this, this is my brand. I cannot blame you there. All right. Now, before we go into group stuff, uh, pick a name, a fruit, and I, so you'll need a name for both your hero and your character and pronouns as well. 
and then we will introduce our characters to one another and figure out the team stuff. Uh, character name Nick Hawthorne, he they. For the hero name, do we just want to use a regular fruit or do we want to add like an adjective to it? Spice things up. Yeah. <laughs> like maybe something to do with our um, elemental connection thing or mm-hmm. or that has to do with our like identities. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Sorry. So I grew up on VeggieTales for context, but now I have the Italian scallion in my head, which was one of Larry the Cucumber's <laughs> wrestling names. Oh dear. See, I was thinking like, you know, <laughs> Glitter Force, where one of them's Glitter Lucky and one of them is like Glitter Sunny or something. That sort of adjective thing. Not like Yeah, or like Sailor Moon Mercury. Sailor. Yeah, I was I was like, I don't know how we want it. But it could also be like Red Ranger, Yellow Ranger. Yeah. So like we could be like Yellow Durian, Red Tomato. <laughs> <laughs> well my, my element is water, so am I blue durian? Mm-hmm. Is that yeah, blue dairy. <laughs> <laughs> but then you're just red tomato. That's so if normal. You're, if your durian is blue, see a see see a farmer. <laughs> see a farmer. It's a magic durian. Wait, what is your fruit, uh, Kelsey? I am trying to decide that. I'm trying to think of what fruit would uh, match where I'm at here. Yeah, because you're like a c- cool, magicy. Oh, damn. Cucumbers are berries, aren't they? What about avocados? Are avocados fruits? Hmm. They are, right? Yes. They are stone fruits. Apparently there is a fruit called a miracle fruit or a miracle berry. Oh. Oh, the miracle berry that makes things uh, taste sweet. Sour things taste sweet. What? Is that what it does? I'm 90% sure that's the one. Uh, Yeah, no, it does. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. Wait, whoa. I thought this was like a Pokemon thing. (laughs) <laughs> no apparently they're real and they're indigenous to west africa oh my gosh that's so cool oh wait i'm changing my name from nick to yamato <laughs> yamato the tomato i hate you so much oh my god <laughs> that, that means my name needs to be adrian adrian the durian no. oh that's great <laughs> or miriam miriam the durian oh no <laughs> I'm trying to find fruits that are, like, associated with, like, the air and, like, magic or whatever. Or, like, dreaming or things like that. And I'm having a hard time. Apples come to mind? I've, yeah, I've considered apple and pomegranate. How cute. What rhymes with pomegranate? I have no idea. Um, I could pull up a uh, one of those rhyming dictionaries. I don't think that would have names in it, though. Mm, probably it? not. Apple might be a good one. Uh, apparently, bananas promote dreams. Really? Yeah. I just did a Google, and apparently, individuals who are taking a lot of vitamin B6 as a supplement may notice an increase in vivid dreams. Oh. And foods such as bananas, oranges, fish, liver, beans, nuts, eggs, chicken, carrots, and spinach. Oh my gosh. Maybe this is why I have so many dreams all the time. Because <laughs> I eat a lot of bananas and clementines. Amazing. Clearly I need to eat more. I want some weird fucking lucid dreams. Uh, apples are associated with wisdom, uh, secret lore, and magic. So apples are always a good choice. 
Yeah, I'm. I feel like especially because like the dreamer kind of mentions fairy tales as well. Like the apple is a good good mm-hmm. shout, just for like the apples and Snow White and stuff like that. All right. Yeah, I'm going with Miriam. Miriam the Durian. Or Marian? Marian works. Yeah, Marian. Mary Anne. Mary Dash Anne. Yeah, Mary Anne the Durian. Uh, Pronouns? She, her. Oh, yeah. So so Yamato uses he, they, but Tomato uses she, they. She, they. Okay, cool. You mean Tomato? Tomato. Yamato and Tomato. Damn, I forced myself into the pronunciation (laughs) I never used. (laughs) It's fine. I always call myself Yamato. That'll fix it. (laughs) Ew. (laughs) I hate it here. (laughs) So, Kelsey, I found a bunch of names uh, associated with apples. Yeah, same. You could could be named Gala. I could also just be very on the nose and go for Eve. Yep. I was thinking something like Smith. Gala Smith. You could be called Granny. (laughs) (laughs) Honeycrisp is a good name, or a good last name. (laughs) Or a good, like, hero name. (laughs) Uh, Where's where's Chuck's artisan apple thread when I need it? (laughs) Wait, what's your hero name? Just Tomato? I don't know. I'm still thinking about whether, like, do we want to, like, add something to it? I feel like we need to. I kind of yeah. feel like that, too. I feel like just having fruit names is, like... uh... <laughs> Here comes a tomato! <laughs> a what? A tomato! Worry <laughs> <laughs> not, Durian's here to save the day. Yeah, we could have, like, I don't know, a sailor, ranger... Sunshi. Oh yeah, Kelsey, there's a great name for you. Werfel des Schicksloss. No. This one calls Dracula's Blood. It's an Australian apple. See, that's already a cool hero name. It is. Oh my gosh, does this mean I need to look up Durian? Durian? I don't think there are different breeds of Durian. Twelve types of Durian. <laughs> How to pick what? Durian. Thank you, you.co. Wait. <laughs> There's just these are just like D one oh one D thirteen. Um, I don't know. There's one called oh. the Golden Phoenix. Yo, Black Pearl, Red Prawn. Why is this thread so long? Oh my god! Because there are six billion. Er- yeah, because there are that many heirloom apples. Mm-hmm. There's one called Musang King. See, now I'm curious if any of these actually smell better than the durian I'm used to. I don't think so. And I'm doubtful. Yeah, I don't think so. Somebody's gotta be breeding a durian that doesn't smell bad, right? Like, there's a lot of fruit scientists out there. I'm doubtful. I think that's part of... Mm-hmm. I think that's part of why people like it. The smell. Yeah. It kind of is part of why I like it. I personally really enjoy durian. I've never had one. I'm very tempted every time we go to the store to grab one. Durian is one of those where I've I've never been anybody who's on it. I remember I was in I was in a class one time and the professor was like, "Has anybody ever had durian?" I've never I'm I'm not familiar with it. And immediately my face clued him in, and he was like, "Oh, it's that bad, huh?" And somebody else was like, "What? It's delicious!" 
And I was like, it smells like rotten fish. How do you eat that? Delicious. I do like the idea of using Eve for at least one, for like her first name. Eve is a good name. And there's nothing wrong with being on the nose in a magical girl game. <laughs> True. Yeah, doesn't Sailor Moon's name mean moon? No, it doesn't. Uh, Usagi means bunny. Yeah, Usagi means rabbit. <laughs> oh, that's what it was. It was bunny. Because, you know, bunny and the moon. It's, because, yeah. But in, the Americanized version uses Serena, which is Serenity, which is one of the oceans on the moon. I was going to say, Selene is the original goddess of the moon, too. One of them, yeah. So Serena isn't that far off from it. Yeah, nothing wrong with being on the nose. The cats are Luna and Artemis. Like, True. Bungo Stray Dogs, they're all named after authors. Mm-hmm. Which, we, as we all uh-huh. know, another Magic Girl anime. <laughs> they don't even have transformation sequences! Yes, they do! There's the weird tiger! Okay, one of them having a transformation sequence is not the same. Technically, Mary Montgomery had a had a Lucy Mary Montgomery had a uh, transformation. Lucy Maud. Oh my goodness. Yeah, that what one. What am I gonna do with you? Uh, except that I will never remember a name in my life. Are you guys doing last names too, or just a first name? Uh, yeah, I have Yamato Hawthorne. Okay. Do I want to just go with Eve <laughs> Eve Smith? Oh or no, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't do a last name either. Well, like Eve Gala. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, pronouns, Kelsey? She, her. I need a hero name. Yeah, do we want to do like a collective, like Ranger or Senshi or something? Yeah. I'm cool with like Ranger. Yeah. It can be Durian Ranger. <laughs> Amazing. I was trying to find a way to be like, to, 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 to incorporate like a fruit basket or something. But tomato basket mm. just sounds depressing. Ranger's a good one. Durian basket? I don't like, think either of ours really. Fit. That's just one tomato. That's just one durian. <laughs> durian ranger, apple ranger, and uh, tomato ranger. Oh, <laughs> uh, this is good. Okay. Yes. What I would watch this. <laughs> I would. I would come home after school and watch mm. this. Uh, are Durian Ranger and Apple Ranger also she/her? Yes. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay, cool. Now we f- decide our transformation. There are two. We choose one drawback and uh, decide on some sort of idea about our colored form, our uh, forms. So the drawbacks are: you must have a mystic item to transform. The transformation process is noticeable and will attract attention if you're not careful. The transformation process takes a few minutes because there are a lot of details to get right. And your final form looks exactly like you and there is no keeping the secret. I really like three. Yeah, I was going to say, I really like that it takes a few minutes and there are a lot of details to get right. <laughs> like, I would love to have a moment where like the villain is, is just like looking at us and we're like, oh my gosh, there's a villain we need to transform. And they're just like, what is going on? What is happening? What is this? <laughs> For like two minutes while we're just transforming. <laughs> uh, they can't attack you because that's unsporting. And also like you're got light magic or whatever. It's yeah, it's, it's exactly. absolutely rude. There's a lot of things like flying around. You don't want to get near that. 
Uh-huh. We just like we like we temporarily disappear and then it's like, wait, what happened? Oh, you're here, but you're back. Um and there's absolutely gonna be a monster that goes, Okay, well, while you're doing that, I'm gonna continue with what I'm doing. There was music where did the music come from? Like I, I somebody's just like we had that one really curious film. It's just like, where did that music come from? What just happened? <laughs> Are you okay? Where's that music coming from? <laughs> is there a band? Did you bring a boombox? What is this? Oh. Okay, so if I yeah, your your transformation sequence takes a few minutes. Alright, so we will decide what our final forms look like. Uh, you don't have to look like anything like your everyday identity. You don't have to have the same gender, face, body, or any physical detail unless you want to. Uh, so are you guys color coded? Do you have masks? Uh, what do you, what do our costumes look like basically? Oh gosh, I'm down for being color coded. Does this mean that I have to be green? Cause, but my element is water. Blue and yellow. Wait, why is durian yellow? Oh, I guess the flesh is yellow. Oh, I mean, there's also a lot of durian that are yellow. Are there? There's one that's like red orange too. For someone who doesn't like durian, you know a lot about durians, Peter. I don't like durian, but my dad's uncle loves it. Oh, I see. And um, I would very quickly leave the room every time I would see it. <laughs> oh, you know, I'm thinking of jackfruit. Jackfruit is yellow. Very similar to durian. I have multiple color options. Yes, you do. You could be a pink lady. You could be green, like a Granny Smith. Yeah, I'm cool with being color coded. I'll I'm gonna be yeah. green. Oh, or should I be blue? <laughs> blue durian. No, I'll go, I'll be green. Okay, the green durian ranger. You going red, Peter? Yeah, I'm going okay. red. Red uh, tomato ranger. I'll go with yellow, I guess. Yeah, perfect. We have a stoplight team. I love it. It's kind of an air color too, so. Exactly. It's associated with air and also apples, so. Okay, now that we have that in place, we get to choose our mascot, our little mystical creature. Yay! It's a friend, a sidekick, and mentor all in one. Doesn't have to be humanoid or, like, whatever you, it can be whatever you want it to be, honestly. I mean, AI, a talking cat, uh, a weird pixie-looking sheep thing. So I'm thinking like the small fairy with a Yakuza. It could be that if that's what you guys want. I'm not here to stand in your way. <laughs> I'm surprised Kelsey didn't immediately go, no. What? Uh, I was thinking a small fairy with a Yakuza head. No. There we go. Maybe like a honeybee. <laughs> oh, I like that. <laughs> a really big honeybee. Or like a bumblebee. <gasps> Be friends. Yeah. Just yeah, I like, like that. Dog sized or cat sized? What, what are we thinking? I, I honestly kind of like the image of it just being like a regular sized bumblebee. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, a tiny Yo, little Yo, what baby. up? It's me, your magical mascot. <laughs> what the fuck? No, down here. It does not have to be. It can also be a bigger size. It can also be a big bumblebee. I don't know which one would be more funny. <laughs> what if it's like a grape sized? So it's like slightly bigger than the, a, a norm or not slightly, like significantly bigger than a normal bumblebee, but like still small. I'm good with that. I'm down. 
Okay. You have a uh, a grape-sized honeybee as your as your magical companion. So I looked up the Wallace's giant bee, which is apparently the world's largest honeybee, and it's it's two and a half inches big. Oh snap! So yeah, just a normal hun- uh bee, I guess. All right. Just a normal two and a half inch bumblebee. Yeah, no biggie, no biggie. All right. What is your little friend's name? Do you guys have one or? Yeah, they have to have a name. If you guys want to come up with one, go for it. Otherwise, if you want to fob that off on me, I can do it. What kind of bee did you say that is, Peter? The Wallace's giant bee. But I'm thinking Beatrice. Yeah, I figured it was going to go that way. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. Yeah, that works. Beatrice. Okay. (laughs) She, her. We respect the pronouns of even a bumblebee. Hmm. Do you guys want Beatrice to be snarky? Like, or helpful? What kind of, in the oeuvre of magical girl mascots, how are we leaning? Do you want there to be more of a Luna? I like sassy. Cool. Alright. Yeah, they'll make fun of you. And tell you to stay on task. Wow, that, that must have stung. Oh my god. It'll sting more when I hit you with me with my stinger. I'm gonna have to come up with a good voice for her. It's gonna be great. And once per session, you guys can consult Beatrice about your current situation. And maybe she'll help, maybe she won't. We'll see. That sounds like Beatrice. Yep. Maybe she found a flower and she doesn't care about whatever you guys are going into. On a six or lower, they fare and everyone is in danger and the GM gains hold four that can be used to make your lives more difficult throughout the session. What? Where does it say that? I wouldn't make your lives difficult. You sound so convincing. I am very convincing. Okay, now we get to choose our player connections. Uh, There are two basic choices, cooperative and competitive. Uh, If your relationship is cooperative, you guys work well together and do your best to support each other. Uh, your relationship is based on understanding, and you are always there for one another. When your relationship is competitive, you strive to best one another. You've got that rival romance going on. If they can do it, you can do it better. Each one of you drives the other to be better by being your best self, by trying to be your best self. Uh, and they can be unequal. Asymmetrical is the term it uses. Uh, so one person can have a cooperative relationship with, uh, say, Peter had a cooperative relationship with Agatha with Agatha has a competitive one with Peter that's totally valid so let's talk about like what you guys relationships are like how do you how do you view one another I actually have a question about that uh-huh. um, regarding my move uh, my mystical connection move which full mm-hmm. support target in a cooperative relationship get plus two to we can do it together yes is it is it me being in a cooperative relationship with them or them being in a cooperative relationship with me that this move counts for? I believe, yeah, it would be your whatever your relationship is with them. Okay, cool. Because okay. it's your move. Sounds good. This uh, definitely did, like views, uh, skews how your we can do this together move will work. Because uh, they have different competitive and cooperative moves for for each each role. Oh, they. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, if you want to look at those, those are on page fifty-six. 
yeah, let's talk about how you guys know each other. And are you guys all in the same class? Did you just happen to be in the right, uh, in the same farmer's market when the bee landed from outer space? Uh, Kelsey, what was your everyday identity again? Uh, the dreamer. Dreamer, that's Dreamer, right. witch, air is what I got. So what kind of vibe uh, is your character? Wait, what's your character's name again? Eve? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What's Eve's vibe? Is there any specific uh, explanation for a vibe you want here? Or? No, just kind of like generally what kind of person you're imagining Eve to be. I don't want to just say very dreamy because that's very... That's, that's the playbook, so that's probably obvious. But I do think that's a big part of it. Um, probably more quiet, but with the sense of like that she's always listening and always thinking and kind of like sees right through things so yeah a very thoughtful very like dreamy uh nice she's probably got some very similar vibes to someone like sailor neptune honestly okay okay um i can go a little bit into uh marianne's vibe as well so that'll probably help us decide on what kind of relationships we want with each other. Mm-hmm. Miriam Thorne's vibe is like, I think she buys into that kind of like, there's no I in team very much. She doesn't, she has a minus one in mental. So like, she doesn't question things very, very often. She's also not very good at reading moods. So she's always like, sometimes she'll like say things in a well-meaning way, but it ends up being like really savage uh, without her meaning to. So that's kind of like her vibe. Um, I say Yamato's vibe is definitely like peak loner table, like 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 don't don't talk to me and I won't talk to you, kind of thing. Is it like a I I don't want to sit with these plebes, or is it like a, I I don't want to sit with you anyway? Kind of which one of these? Half half dozen of one, six of the other. So defensive. I'm hearing super <laughs> defensive. <laughs> <laughs> Just needs a hug. <laughs> if you touch me, I will rip your arms off. Absolutely needs a hug. Yeah, that okay, cool. Then that I think Marianne definitely has a cooperative relationship with Yamato then. Mm-hmm. I think that Yamato's relationship with both of you is competitive. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> that sounds real. <laughs> Like, you remember that one Power Ranger who would, like, show up and be like, I don't need this, and then just walk off at the end of the fight? Yeah, that's, that's like, basically this. I don't remember this Power Ranger. I think I do. Me neither. I've never watched Power Rangers, actually. The problem is there's so many Power Rangers. Like, are you talking Turbo? Are you talking Wild Force? Are you talking the other Wild Force? Okay, but, like... The, the dinosaur one. <laughs> Which dinosaur one? The great thing about Power Rangers is, yes, I am talking about all of them. Uh, the original Power Rangers didn't have that. I mean, Tommy was evil for a little bit, but then when he became the White Ranger, then he just was with them all the time. No one ever walked off oh. in a huff. Okay, that's like half the Power Rangers. What does the status thing um, on the character sheet, like, what do they represent? I know that it's cooperative mm-hmm. and competitive. Oh, wait. And then a broken relationship. Oh, yeah. Broken relationship. Yep. Oh, it says VS. 
Oh, I see. I thought it said us, and I was like, I don't really understand. <laughs> it's cooperative, romantic, mm. and broken. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no. Uh, broken relationship is something that like we don't start off that way, but it can happen in the course of a game. Uh, if your relationship with someone breaks, you take minus one to persona roles with this person around and take minus two to emotional roles with that character until the relationship can be repaired. Ooh, very cool. Okay, yeah. So uh, Marianne's relationship with both Yamato and Eve are cooperative. All right. Uh, what did you say Marianne's last name is, Agatha? Uh, Thorn. T-H-O-R-N-E. We've got a Hawthorne and a Hawthorne. Perfect. Beautiful. And the best part is mine's spelled the no. exact same way. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, I think Eve's relationships with both of you are also cooperative. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm the edgy one. Yes, you are. You are the edgy NB. I mean, yes. That... That was always the case. True. Uh, okay, so how do you guys know each other? When when do you guys meet? Does your we know that Yamato is totally sitting by themselves all the time, but maybe we're all an intro to biology. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! So like in a class of three hundred. We all sat in the same row. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, you guys sit next to each other in biology. Cool. Beautiful. <laughs> and we were all at the farmer's market at the same time by accident. Mm-hmm. We're in the same lab too. It's it's yeah. great. Oh god, you guys could be lab partners. Yeah, wait. Yeah, the TA was just like, you're in groups of three. Yeah. And I was like, wait, what? There are too many of you to have groups of two. Captain groups of three. Who who do you think does the actually does the work? Because I'm pretty sure Marianne is not paying attention very much to the work, and it's like very clearly coasting. Oh my god, my notes are probably out of this world compared to both of you. <laughs> but do you share your notes though? Um, yes, because I want to get a good grade, so I have to because we're lab partners. Oh, true. Oh, that's sick. That's why I think we're in a cooperative relationship. I feel like Eves are probably decent, but they don't make sense to anyone. <laughs> and I'm just like, you both suck at notes. Take mine. I'm like, oh yeah, we're such good buddies. <laughs> I, I don't think Eve is bad at notes. I just think her notes do not make sense to anyone but her. Yeah, that makes sense. You have your own system. Okay. So I'm hearing that we're going to need a TA character for sure for your lab partners. What other archetypes do we think we need in this game? I think one of us should have like a love interest to start with. That's probably a good idea. I was going to ask somebody who they have a crush on. Uh, so Agatha, if you want to have that question. Totally. <laughs> um, do I want to be lazy and just make the TA? Probably not. Um Something, something, card after soccer. What? Except it's not, it's less creepy here because we're in college. I think it should be one of um, the other people's roommates. Mm-hmm. That would make sense. I love that. So you guys all live on campus then? Like we're going to say college freshmen maybe? Yeah, let's do that. Okay. I'll live on campus at Sky University. Not Sky High? No, we already established you don't go to high school, Peter. Jeez. Although good reference. Mm. <laughs> 
We get props for that. All right. So whose roommate do we want it to be? Um, I think it should probably be Eve's. If you're cool with that, Eve. Yeah, sure. All right. I think uh, I'm getting Clara. Does that work? Clara. Clara Rodriguez. Uh, is she on like a uh, a team with you? Are you on a sports team at the school? Probably. Um, I mean, normally I lift, but I'm probably also mm. on the rowing team. Rowing team. Okay. Yeah, Clara's definitely on the row. Maybe she's the captain of the rowing team. Yeah. Unless you want to be. Nah. All right. Peter, who is the uh, annoying kid who keeps trying to make friends with you who's not on the team? I was going to say Marianne. Um... <laughs> I mean, Marianne's... Marianne thinks you're friends, right? You guys are friends. We're already friends. I don't need to make friends with you. Come on, Yamato. Um, oh gosh, probably the guy who sits next to me in Victor in uh, Victorian English, um, Victorian era English, um, who who who? I I think I was probably like, oh, if you like that, you probably like this, and they took that as like a chance to like, me be be me like reaching out to make friends. And I'm just like, why do you keep talking to me? I feel like we're coming to the conclusion that Yamato is surprisingly popular. Unfortunately popular. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely has like a, a squadron of fangirls. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, they've got that intensity about oh, them. Oh yeah, that's true, intense. That is just so attractive. Okay, I'm giving you a squadron of fans, if that's okay, Peter. Oh god, I'm fine with that. I think the best part is Yamato doesn't even think like they exist. It's just like no. Yamato and the Batman meme. <laughs> I'm a total loner. I, I work alone with my army of children. <laughs> I think the difference is that Yamato is just like no, I don't want them around. You don't understand. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. This person, he, him. I'm hearing. Uh, yes. Okay. Are they are they a uh, kind of a geek or maybe also a loner? Oh gosh, who doesn't, who's um, trying to make friends? Yeah, I think this was the opposite of me, where they're like they're they're the loner mm -hmm. by by uh, not by choice by um, circumstance by circumstance. Mm -hmm. They're loner by circumstance, and I'm a loner by choice. And they're just like you. Also, just need a friend. And I'm like, no, I don't. I don't want friends. I'm just here to get my degree. Why don't you want friends? Don't you know the power of friendship? I don't care about the power of friendship. <gasps> I'm Heresy. shook. Yeah, right? We're going to have to teach them the power of friendship. <laughs> one way or another. Over with, with a piano overture in the background. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I just realized something what? that I think might might be a little bit cursed. Captain Planet is a magical yep. anime. Yep. They have a they have a uh, alternate playbook thingy for playing Captain Planet like things in the back. <laughs> That's glorious. Uh, how about Ramesh? Wait, your last name is Hawthorne? Yes. Oh. Maybe I should change mine. Oh no, keep it. It's it's funny, no, honestly. It's fine. Okay. Uh Ramesh Joshi. 
And I feel like that's definitely like an icebreaker that you try to use. Yeah, sure. I can definitely do that. Okay. Ramesh is in your Victorian era English class. Try to make friends with you over some book recommendations. Kind of a loner by circumstance. Okay, anything else we want to know about him? Poor guy. Yeah. I feel like Ramesh is one of those people that just needs to needs to read another book. And that's what I tried to do and was like, wait, I've made a mistake. Wait, is there a, is there a book series he's obsessed with? <laughs> yes. And it's like, it's not even that good. And I'm just like, uh, if you like that, just try these books instead. <laughs> oh, gosh. What book series is he obsessed with? Should we make one up? Oh, gosh. Um... I'm very invested in this all of a sudden. Yeah, what kind of... Uh, my brain's jumping into, like, Aragon. <laughs> I also thought of Aragon for some reason. Like, maybe it should be an anime instead. Maybe. Because, let's be real, Aragon, Aragon is that book series where it's just like, have you never read another dragon book? Naruto. <laughs> I'll dunk on myself. <laughs> All right, fine. Obsessed with Naruto. I'm putting it down. Naruto is great. <laughs> I love Naruto. Uh, and I was like, try these ten other anime. Needs to watch another anime. Okay. Just needs to consume other media. Like, it's it's 2020. Why did you sit down in my class with a Naruto t-shirt? Look, he's got an interest and he's not afraid to, to show, talk about it. All right, Kelsey, who's oh, your no. best friend? I was not ready for this. I see you outside of this team. Yes, not on this team. It's obviously me. Uh, okay, Nick Sloaner, um, who doesn't want to be friends with anyone. You don't get to be her best friend. No, no you don't. Are they connected to another character? I don't know, where did you... Are they your, like, your high school best friend who came with you to college? Yeah, I'm kind of thinking, like, uh, childhood is the word I'm thinking, but I think, like, obviously extends beyond that, but, like, uh, childhood next door neighbor, I guess. Pronouns? Mm-hmm. Uh, um, preference? So, let's go she, her. She, her. Okay. Want me to come up with a name? Yeah, go for it. Okay. Um, Julia Doyle. It's your best friend from childhood. Is there anything that you uh, you want us to know about her? What? Anything she's into? Uh, what she looks like? If you want me to come up with this later, I can. Yeah, go for it. But, okay, fine. Uh, then mark down that you were giving me carte blanche. Alright. Who's the smartest kid in your guys' class? Who is always the person, like, raising their hand the keener yeah 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 that word that canadian word that you guys use that's a canadian word yeah yes i'd never heard it before you guys start like used it around me oh hmm. interesting yeah i didn't know that yep i was like i have no idea what that means it makes sense they're very mm-hmm. keen they're a keener yeah. let's have it be a guy but i don't have a name Okay. Uh, Victor. Good solid name. Something like that? I don't know. We'll figure it out later. Alright, so smartest person in your class. He's a total know-it-all, and he's definitely that person who, like, asks questions beyond class time. Does he have a secret crush on one of you? Yeah, I think he should. 
Secret Crush is always fun. Mm-hmm. Anyone stepping up to the plate there? Should I choose? I mean, I'll take it. I can give you all secret admirers if you want. That's totally valid. That is also always fun. Okay. Yamato, who's your uh, your rival outside of the group? Oh, gosh. Do I care enough to have a rival? Do you? Um, you know what? Yeah. Uh, let's say his name is Greg. Greg, okay. His name is Greg, and he's a bit of an asshole. Like, that's probably the only reason why I, I, I why, why he's considered a rival. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Uh, maybe I saw him picking on Ramesh one day, and I just, like, punched him in the face. Okay, so he's a bully, too. Yeah. And Ramesh was like, oh, my God, see, we are friends. And I was like, no, I just don't like bullies. I didn't even realize it was you. Mm-hmm. Sure. We're best friends, and you don't even know it. <laughs> uh, so put Ramesh in danger. Got it. <laughs> uh, where do you uh pronouns for greg uh he him he him okay anything else i should know about him uh let's say he's he's probably about six feet tall um pretty strong that's all i got okay definitely buff as hell yeah i'm surprised i didn't get yelled at for that why six feet tall and super strong <laughs> but you guys don't always get along <laughs> Eve, who do you have a crush on? Um, not actually sure for that. <gasps> hmm. Do you want a crush? Kelsey wants to say yes, but I'm not exactly sure. If it... Is there a cute barista? <laughs> I mean. At the coffee shop or tea place you go to all the time? I mean, there could be. All right. Thank they them. Okay. Uh, Kiparista, is there anything that you do want? Uh, should I just give them red hair just to make sure that you'll totally be into them? Okay, yep. Go for it, Corey. Go for it. Red hair, tall. Anything else that you want to know about them? On the archery club. <laughs> Did you guys meet an archery club and then it turned out that they were the barista at your, at your favorite coffee shop? Sure. Okay. Sure. If we're just going to call me out, go all the way. Oh, hell yeah. I think they just go by Alex. Devastating, like, huge smile. Yes. More than one tattoo. Yes. Agatha, do you think that uh, Marianne has a rival? Like, a sports rival? Or is Marianne too happy-go-lucky? And, like, sports rival... Could be, yeah, on the team. Could be anything else. Uh, a professional, I don't know, professional one. But maybe they don't like their roommate very much. Maybe she doesn't like her roommate very much. Um, I think it should probably be a sports rival. Okay, sports rival. Perfect. Though, I don't know anything about sports or rowing, so. <laughs> yeah. Me either. Let's do a Google. What was the sports question? Just rowing in general. Okay, there are eight rowers. Are they, like, the caller of the, the boat and they just don't like you very much? And maybe they're trying to get you, like, sure. off the, the main team? And I'm like, yo, okay. don't make me look bad in front of Carla. Yeah. She needs to see how good you are. And she can't do that if you're on the bench. Yeah, exactly. Her name is Brogan. Because it's, like, <laughs> such a douchey name. Wait, wh- what is the name of my rival? Uh... Brogan? Brogan. <laughs> like, ro- yes. It, 
means it comes from the word shoe okay. in Irish, apparently. Oh, right. And I'm here for it, honestly. Jeffson. Maybe he, him. Oh, no, she, her. I feel like this is the all-girls uh, rowing team. Probably also has a crush on Clara. Okay. All right, I think I have enough NPCs to work with, unless there's anyone else you guys want to include so I can make sure to put them in danger. Okay. All right. Then I've got just a bit of a stinger to wrap this up. So the camera pans over Sky City. It's a beautiful sunny day. The sky is ceaselessly blue. The sun glints off the skyscrapers and the mostly pristine lake. The camera sweeps over parks and beaches, over families enjoying the early autumn warmth before it zooms in on the campus of Sky University. Over the quad with the fountain where students are studying outside. And then a shadow flits over the campus, though there aren't any clouds. We cut to an alleyway behind a dorm. In contrast to the rest of the city, this alley is dark and disgusting. There are oily puddles that never evaporate, dumpsters that don't get emptied nearly often enough, and out of the shadows steps a woman. Her flesh is the sort of white you get on underground animals, and there is an iridescent black scales chasing up her cheekbones. Her eyes are the same warning light orange as her skin-tight outfit, and clasping a toxic purple cape in place is a brooch, shaped like a grinning skull. She holds up a dark crystal, a jagged thing that looks like it has just been ripped from the earth, and she surveys the quad from the shadows, grinning. Yes, she murmurs. Yes, my queen. I think we have found the right place at last. Welcome to year two of Just Roll With It! I cannot believe it has been an entire year of us putting our nonsense on the internet for everyone to hear. We are so thankful that you've all given us a chance, and we hope you've had just as much fun listening to us as we've had fun recording this. This arc, we are playing Glitter Hearts, which is written by Greg Leatherman and is powered by the Apocalypse. You can get a copy of your own on DriveThruRPG, gleather.itch.io, and get a physical copy at Japanime Games. Thanks to Agatha Cheng for joining us for this magical arc. You can find her at Mighty Shrimp on Twitter, that's with two Y's, and on the two-time Any Award-winning podcast, Asians Represent. Thanks once again to 8ER41 on Pixabay for the music you're hearing right now. Need something to tide yourself over till the next episode? Check us out on Ko-fi at ko-fi.com slash justrollwithit for behind-the-scenes glimpses, conversations from the cutting room floor, and more. And while you're there, consider subscribing or dropping us a one-time donation. In the meantime, you can find us in most places on the internet at RollWithItAP, you can find Peter at The Chaotic Super, Kelsey at Islanders Caper, and me, Corey, at The Invulnerable Tide. All of our social media links can be found in the description below. Tune in next time to hear our fruit rangers fight the evil machinations of the Lady Amanita of the Kingdom of Decay as she spreads her touch of rot and ruin over Sky City. Until then, whether you're rolling nat ones or the narrative is throwing you for a loop, don't forget to just roll with it.